Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast, the podcast of choice for dozens. <laughs> I'm Chad Edgington. I'm Melissa Edgington. And uh, we're glad you've joined us on whenever you're listening. For us, this is a Saturday night podcast. This is probably a first. It is, it is a first. What is tomorrow's podcast going to be like? I don't know. We're so tired a on Sunday night. A Sunday night podcast is like the... That we're just so exhausted on Sundays. Yeah. Mm. And tomorrow is going to be a long day. A lot going on. What, what, really? Because I don't know what's going on. Well... What's happening? I have a little more than usual tomorrow. Okay. I'm teaching children's church. I got to uh, be there at 8.30 for ensemble practice. I'm speaking at a grief share group tomorrow afternoon. Got children's choir. It is going to be a, we're going to be basically, I'm, I feel sleepy already thinking about tomorrow <laughs> night. Like that made my eyes get heavy. Yeah. You even thinking yawned. thinking about it. Yeah. I yawned. So, wow. Yeah. So church tomorrow. So we really can't, we can't go long tonight. So this will be a short one. You say that at the beginning of every podcast. I know. People are like, what? Sure. <laughs> 45 minutes? So, all right. So we've done, uh, there's been four of these or three of them? This is number five. This is number five. Okay. So so this is the fifth day so of May. Right. That's so an easy way to keep yeah, track of it. Yeah, so I totally can t- keep track of that. <laughs> so we're in 31 for 31 things to teach your children in 31 days. And Melissa... Lay tonight's topic on us. Tonight is teach your children not to be braggers. Yeah. Teach your children not to brag. Yeah. What is bragging? What is bragging? You mean like the dictionary definition? No. The Melissa Edgington (laughs) definition. Bragging is uh, talking about how great you are. Yeah. That's a good definition. Yeah. I feel like I brag a lot. <laughs> you you brag jokingly. I'm joking about it. It's, it's, but you know what they say, there's a little bit of truth behind all humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's self-deprecation. I mean, come on, seriously. <laughs> I'm just really good at making that kind of joke. <laughs> <laughs> No. So I I think there's definitely a serious biblical basis for teaching your kids not to be braggers because humility is a an important part of mm-hmm. the Christian life mm-hmm. and of um having the proper posture before God, you mm-hmm. know. Um and humility is a hard thing to achieve because I think that probably the biggest sin struggle that we all have that it's probably the root of all of the sin struggles that we have is pride and a desire to be as great as god is yeah we the the main uh sin we probably start or the main uh the main problem we have in discerning who god is and what god is like is that we have a because we we usually start with a probably a faulty understanding of who he is, 
because we're, we can't get there because we have a too high estimation of who we are. Right. Like we can't get to the big God, sovereign God, holy, just God who can send people to hell because they sin because we're like, what me? I'm so, uh, you, you, you don't want to send me to hell. I'm awesome. You need me, Lord. You need me to do your will. The truth is, even whenever we are feeling like we're not awesome, we still don't think we're that bad. Right. <laughs> it's kind of part of my sermon tomorrow. I'm gonna, I, I told you already, I'm going to talk about hellfire tomorrow. Yeah. Hell, I'm going to talk about the, I'm literally going to stop and read verses about the fires of hell tomorrow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever done that. I might even warn them. I'm about to bring down a little hellfire and brimstone preaching on this house. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm just going to start pounding on the pulpit. I might even get up on top of it. That's old Billy Sunday move. He would stand on he the pulpit? He would stand on the pulpit and tell them to quit drinking. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the problem in Billy Sunday's ministry. It was just about as much prohibition as it was uh, preaching the gospel. When I was teaching, sometimes I would stand in my chair because there's something about that when you feel like you're losing the kids mm -hmm. and then you do something like that, like you just get up on your chair or you stand on a table mm -hmm. and they all just all eyes on you. They're like, what is she doing? Yeah, they think you've lost your mind. Yeah, and so you just lecture from up on top of the chair, mm -hmm. and they're paying attention to you. The other thing you could do if you're a school teacher is cry. Because mm. that always got our attention when the teacher would break down into tears. Really? I don't think that's effective when you're teaching. I don't know. We would stop messing with her. I never cried. Yeah. Don't let them see Kids sweat. didn't make me cry. Other teachers made me cry. Other teachers made you cry, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Some teachers are mean. Teaching. Ooh, it can be a little vicious. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit like uh, junior high. Yeah, in junior high, it's like like they never got out of junior high. I have a theory that sometimes, if you're not careful, now I'm a junior high English teacher. That was what I did. That was your gig. Um, if you if you're not careful, you will become more like the junior high students. Then they'll become like an adult. Yes. Yeah, I can see that happening. Gotta, you got to watch that. So Jesus tells us. Um, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, those who are persecuted. Um, he doesn't have anything good to say about a bragger there. Yeah. Uh. So I think you're right. It's a very much a posture of of the way Jesus wants us to relate to the world and relate to one another by taking the low position. Well, Jesus was such the perfect example. The perfect example. He was perfect. The perfect. The only perfect the, example. The, the one example. Of, of humility. I mean, think about how he humbled himself. Even on the last, the last uh, night of ministry to his disciples in the upper room, um, I think it's in John, a John thirteen. I got a Bible here. That they're having, they're they're in the upper room, and uh, let's see, where is this? Maybe I'm in the wrong book. 
uh, an argument breaks out somewhere here. An argument breaks out as to who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom. Even on the very last night, Mm -hmm. they have a fight over who's going to be the greatest. And, you know, I don't know that there's... Uh, maybe a divergence of opinions on when Jesus got up and washed all their feet. But that was the thing that he did that last night is he got up and he, and he washed their feet and he said, do you understand what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that's what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I've set an example that you should do as I've done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than one who sent him. Now you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. Maybe instead of bragging on ourselves, we should find ways to brag on other people. Mm. You know, and and support other people and find things that are praiseworthy that other people are doing and let that kind of vindication that maybe we receive whenever we brag is that what it is it's a we want people to see what we've done yeah recognize my accomplishments and maybe you know if we if that that the fact that we go and try to procure the glory on our own isn't that what we're doing we're bragging yeah we're just drawing we're just saying Give me glory. Give yeah, me glory. Shine, shine the light over here. Yeah, get, put that spotlight over here. Yeah. Which I say that, and I really do, I uh, sometimes do request when I do my Elvis impersonation, I say, I will not do this without a spotlight. Well, that's Elvis. But, but, but that's that's really me. That's that's saying, <laughs> you got to do Elvis right. Right. You can't just do Elvis Presley impersonation the wrong way. Uh, but w- when, you're, when you're bragging, you're saying, uh, glorify me, glorify me. And really, that's a lack of trust, isn't it? Like it's saying, I'm not going to be satisfied or happy until I'm receiving glory. Right. The position of faith is, let's give God the glory, and let's trust Him to take care of us. Okay, so let's think of it in practical terms with your kids. So it is a very natural thing. You know, when kids are very little and they start doing things, you know, we make a huge deal about it. They can do something that... If a 16-year-old did it, you would say, huh. But, you know, if a like, two-year-old's like, doing it. Like going to potty? Yeah, going potty. You went or, potty. You did you it. Know, jumping and getting both feet off the ground. You know, these <laughs> things that we we really brag on them about, you know. And I, it's very natural that, I mean, they don't know that they shouldn't brag on themselves. They're going to come and tell you, guess what I did today, you know. Mm. And that's totally natural. I really don't think that it's an issue until they get to be school age, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe uh, you know preschool, preschool age, age. That you have to start telling your kids that is wonderful that you did that. Let's talk about um, let's talk about when you should talk about that and when you shouldn't. What I always tell my kids: it's totally fine for you to come home and brag to me. About mm-hmm. things that you've done. Because you're their biggest fan. Yeah. But um, people don't want you to brag on yourself. Let Wait and let other people brag on you. Mm-hmm. And if you're always bragging on yourself. Nobody else going to brag on you. Yeah. Nobody. And not only that, but we've all known people who are such braggers 
that they really start to become sort of unlikable. And it's always my goal to raise children who are likable and who are pleasant yeah. to be around. That, that could have been, you know, the night five lesson along with don't be a bragger is don't raise kids people don't like. Right. That's a big one of your, that's a big something that you sort of don't make, don't raise a child. Don't, don't raise the child that nobody likes to see coming. Right. Don't raise the child that walks up and just, you know, punches people right in the groin. <laughs> Definitely not. There's that kid, there's that kid out there, you know, that some kid will just walk right up to you and kick you in the shin and you think, you know what? I, I didn't need to see you today. <laughs> like don't make, don't make that kid that people feel that way about them. Um, and then think it's funny. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think that um, they, there comes a point when a child is a bragger that people, even adults, begin to not want to see that child succeed mm-hmm. in the things that he's bragging about. You mm-hmm. you want to see him taken down a notch. Ooh, you know, that's kind of rude. And you don't ever want. You don't. You don't do that intentionally. It's just that. That would be sin on the on the adults' sure. part. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we're th- so I'm I'm not saying you should root for the root against the bragger. You're not no, saying I'm that. No, I'm not saying that yeah. at all. I'm just talking about the reaction. The but admit f- it, you do. I'm talking you about you do it, Melissa. I'm talking <laughs> about the feelings that people have about braggers. Right. That people feel about the bragger, they say. Uh, you know, he thinks he's all that. He's really not all that. And they like to see it when it's proven to the bragger that he's not all that because that should teach him to shut up. Right. 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 And you, which know, is, because you which don't want to, really but you don't want to feel that way about a kid. You don't ever root for a kid not to succeed, but it is uh sort of sweet justice or vengeance, uh, vengeance, vindictiveness. I don't know. Something good. Sweet victory, something bad. I don't know. Vindictiveness is not good. You know, it's 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 that more healthy way that you can. You know, there's kind of a mean vindictiveness, and then there's like that good kind. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that healthy vindictiveness where somebody gets what's coming to them, and you didn't even have to do anything. You know. Yeah, but that alone I'm is our, that that alone. When we feel that way, which I have felt that way about people, I think we all have. That alone is showing our own pride mm-hmm. because we always like to see ourselves do better than other people or yeah. our kids or, or do you want to than... see other people fail. I'd say that the, one of the spiritual aim would be that we should desire to see people succeed. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we want to see them do well. But you're right. Um, not everyone is going to approach your child with the purest, most spiritual intentions. And it could start working against them if you don't teach them to watch their mouth and things like that because when they come up, at an event or they come up after something and start like, did you see me do this and how awesome I was? And that scored this many points or I did this or that, or I don't even know what, you know, I'm just trying to throw some, some things out there. Did you see what I, what I did? And, you know, you're just kind of, you, you know, people are turned off by that. Right. And you don't want people to develop a negative opinion of your children. If there's anything you can do about it. I mean, you might, you know, you're, you may be dealing with a very difficult child. So yeah. you just have to do your best. I mean, it's not – and people don't always say, well, that's the parent's fault. If the parent is doing something about it, 
So if the parent just says, so, but most of the time, I'm afraid what we see happening in parenting is that there's just sort of a, um, they just kind of let the kids do whatever. And that's the frustrating thing, right? Yeah. And, you know, if, if, if I'm in a situation where one of my kids says something that I really wish they hadn't said, I try not to just jump on the child in, mm-hmm. in that second. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's something like that where they're older, they have bragged a little bit, you know, and I didn't like it didn't sound good to my ear. I didn't like that. Then I will just as soon as we are alone, mm-hmm. I'll just address that and say, hey, I heard what you said back there. Remember, you know, you don't want to brag on yourself. Just let other people do that. You know, yeah. don't don't brag on yourself. And it doesn't take too many times of doing that before the child will learn the lesson. Yeah, and our children. But you've got to teach the lesson. Our children are quite sensitive to braggers because no, you've taught them because you, you've taught them what bragging is. They feel that it's very rude and inappropriate when people brag, <laughs> and they run into that a lot because they're in school. Right, right. But. Um, I just think it's an important thing to teach kids, you know, and and we have a tendency to believe, you know, all of the parenting magazines and all of the worldly wisdom that we get who would say, oh, don't do that. You're going to harm their Mm self-esteem. You know, it's wonderful that they're proud of their accomplishments. You know, they should be able to talk about that with anyone. Well, I disagree. Yeah. And most centers don't have a problem with self-esteem. And that's what that's really the problem, right? We're, we aspire to be in control. We aspire to have a, or we naturally have too high of an opinion of ourselves. Yeah. And I think there may be some, of course, someone that develops a low self-esteem. You know, every child is different. Every situation is different. Um, whenever someone starts to struggle with self-confidence or things like that, well, then you you know to apply a different kind of encouragement to them right. and lift them up. But, uh, you know, when you're talking about, what would you say, maybe talking about children that are between the ages of like 4 and 10 or 11, 12, to, 13, to, teenage years. To teach them this concept? Yeah. I mean, you're just saying that those, those seem like the kind of years where children really don't, are never thinking about what other people are thinking about them. You know, they don't, they don't, you know, these are, these are things maybe you can reinforce before they start to, could develop a negative self-image or something along those lines. Right. So. But I think it's, I think that parents are far too worried about um, their children believing that they aren't the absolute best at everything that they do. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for kids to realize that we all have different talents, we all have different abilities, mm-hmm. and there is going to be someone somewhere who's better than you are at this thing. Well, there's, yeah, and there's got to be – I always think there's somebody out there that's better at you at everything. Um, some of us are more gifted than others at different things or talented, uh, you know, in some things. But then I always think in the back of my mind, no matter what it is that you're doing, there's somebody out there that can do this better. And right. that's humbling. And, you know, yeah, kids, kids need to, to realize that, that it's okay not to be the best at absolutely everything. Right. You know, again, that just always is pointing us, pointing them back to trusting the Lord, depending upon him, and not trying to feel like you've got to be, uh, you know, the greatest at every everything. You just have to do your best and try hard and be responsible with what you have. And I think that generally, 
you know, gives kids a pretty healthy foundation for dealing with other people. Right. And another important part of this is teaching your children that any ability, any talent that they have is from the Lord. And so we really can't boast in anything that we have the ability to do. Because it was given to you. Because it was a gift of God. Mm-hmm. And and there are a lot of ways that we can help develop our talents by working hard, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But we always need to be um, modeling for our kids that example of we we give all the glory to God for whatever we have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. Because without him, we wouldn't be able to do anything. Oh. And I always like, isn't that nice in the first, when they put a microphone in the kids? He just wins the national championship in the football game. I'm thinking of that kid from Alabama this past year, and they put the microphones in. Oh, I couldn't do it without the Lord. It was all glory to God. <laughs> and this kid really is a, I can't remember his name, but really is a committed Christian, kind of the Tim Tebow of his era. Yeah. And just, it's just genuinely that you can tell his parents taught him. Yeah. You, you don't take any credit for it. Uh, he didn't stand there and say, well, I just had some good looks and this and that. He said, I had a great coach, had great teammates, glory to God, you know, and, and gave all the credit elsewhere. And when you, and, and, but, and, but you know what everybody in the room knows? That once the interview ends, <laughs> they're going to show the highlight reel of him tearing it up on the football field and say, he won the game for them. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, let, that's, maybe that's just a lesson. Let to, to the children. Let other people brag on you. You don't have to do it yourself. Uh, and and uh, and when enc- they do it, give God the glory. Yeah, and, and and be encouraged by it. Whenever someone notices something in you that's praiseworthy, uh, you let them point that out and let that be an encouragement to you. You know, we so. ha- we always have to remember the Bible says even a child is known by his actions, mm-hmm. and we uh, make a lot of excuses for for our kids for. Things that they say and do that we know are not the best for them and for their relationships. And um, it's just important for us to acknowledge, even when you're very, very young, the things you say and do matter. Mm-hmm. And they affect the way people see you and they affect the way people see Christ if you're professing him. Mm-hmm. And so... It's just important that we always keep that at the forefront of their minds. What you do matters. What you say matters. And mm. don't be a bragger. Yeah, good stuff. All right, let's. Sit, uh, you want to shut this baby down? Yeah. Twenty-two minutes. Score. Has, it, has that been a we long did, enough podcast for you? You did a good job. I'm Man. so happy that we didn't go forty-five minutes. Well, after you talked about all that stuff that's going on tomorrow, I was just like, we need to stop talking right now and go to bed. <laughs> I scared you. You scared me bad. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow night. And then for all the other nights in the month of May. Every night. Crazy. And we're going to try to do, well, I say we're going to try to do this, have some guests on. That would be a cool thing. Yeah. Um, I think maybe trying to do something incorporating a Facebook live video, maybe at the same time we're doing the podcast. Wow. So we could do like a behind the scenes podcast. Uh, Facebook Live of the podcast and just have it on while it's live and then delete the video. What would you think of that? That sounds Would you fun. keep the video up there? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. 
This is a new concept for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I would just maybe show the video because sometimes we mess up. People don't know that. We mess up. And through the power of technology, we can go in and we just kind of do some racing. Yeah, like the other night. Of long pauses. Um, there was a long pause where I was trying to remember what, what I was going like, to say. She just looks, she's looking at me. I'm like, you going to talk? <laughs> she's like, uh, I had a really good thought and I can't remember what I was going to say. Yeah. So... But Chad just magically erases all of my yeah. mistakes. Yeah, so I'm able to go in and kind of manipulate the audio file. So I went back the other day and um, listened to our very first podcast because it came up on yeah because it came mm. up on my Facebook you know memories mm-hmm. and um, there was something you had said in that podcast that we had to delete. And, oh really? Yeah, and I can't remember what it was. Did I say it? No, we you uh, we put up there whenever we put the podcast up. See if you can guess what Chad said that we had to delete. Oh, I do remember that. I can't remember, <laughs> though, what it was that we had to delete. So we've been doing that since podcast one. Yeah. So it might be dangerous to do a live video. Well, I think if it was live, we would, we would be, be careful. We would be way more careful. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably try to do that. We try to do some things to keep it interesting. Also, want to give a shout out. To your mom has a blog, the podcast's number one fan. Because no one else has ever sent us a gift. Oh, yeah. Phil Larimore sent us an awesome pop top silicone popcorn popper because he heard us talking about how much we love popcorn. And it's awesome. It, is, it, it makes is awesome. big, fluffy popcorn. It's just amazing. So we want to thank Phil for that. And, uh, and and man, that's just like one of the nicest things. Yeah, it was so sweet. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks for getting it. We and, love it. And not just the, the popcorn popper, but he also sent us... Um, the best popcorn that he had they? tested. Bottles? They're not bottles. They're... Containers. Containers, plastic jars, jars, sort of. I don't know of po- of popcorn. Yeah. That he and his wife uh, enjoy the most. So, really cool. So thank you, Phil, for that awesome gift. And uh, I've already used it many times. Yeah. To make big fluffy batches of popcorn. It's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're gonna wrap this up because it was church night. And if you can't get up for church on Sunday morning, you can't podcast on Saturday night. That's what Mama says. That's what Mama always says. <laughs> you better cut that podcast off. You better cut that podcast off right now because you got to get up and be at ensemble tomorrow. That's right. You excited about our song we're singing? Oh yeah. Troublesome times are here, filling each heart with... What is Cheer. It? Cheer? Oh, drear. Drear. No, yeah. no. Fear. Fear. <laughs> filling each heart with fear. Yeah, there's no... Drear is not a word. It's dreary. Something we all hold dear. Da-da-da-da. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do that tomorrow. It's a you're southern gonna, gospel You're going to keep going, aren't you, till we're at 45 I'm minutes. Just, I'm, what I'm trying to do is like freak you out a little bit and well, make let's you... Wrap make, it up. I mean, and Melissa's like, aren't looking at me like, are you not going to end this thing? <laughs> I mean, she's like do, twirling the pen at me like, get this thing going, wrapped up. <sighs> I just feel like you can't end it until you've been sufficiently funny. <laughs> you know, there hasn't been that moment. Uh, you've been funny. I've have, have I been funny? Yeah. yeah. You've been funny. I don't know. Good job. Okay, let's know. wrap it up. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this might be a fail. No, no. It's Well, you're you're really agitating me now though. 
right. Hey, we will see you guys tomorrow night on the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. May Madness. <laughs> see y'all tomorrow.